0: Well, today we're going to pick up on a controversial subject. Everybody ready? It's not a four-letter word. It's a five-letter word. And it's honor. Ooh. I don't know that that's taught much in schools anymore. I don't know if it's taught much in college anymore. Um, If I don't like your political view, I hate you. It's not just the viewpoint, I don't like you, and now people aren't as friendly. And I mean, it's amazing to me that people harass different people about political views. I mean, you even hear about people getting divorced over it. But the issue is this. The problem is there is not a real teaching of honor. You with me? And if we don't know what honor is and what, what we're to do with honor and what honor is about, we're going to miss out on things. And we'll miss out on God's design. One of the first things that God said when he gave the commandments to man, he said the first commandment with promise was honor your father and mother. And then it said these good things would happen if you did that. And if you didn't, they wouldn't happen. You with me? So it'd be important to know what honor is. No, especially if we're not going to learn it in school, if we're not going to learn it, you know, from different avenues, maybe TV, you know, the movies. We may not learn honor or what honor is. Everybody okay this morning? This'll be really good. Turn with me to Proverbs the third chapter, and we're going to begin here. Proverbs the third chapter chapter. You know, when, when we talk about being healthy, one thing that will make a person healthy is knowing what honor is and then uh, using or giving honor or exercising honor. I don't know exactly maybe the best way to say that, but we need to know what honor is, where it belongs, yeah. you know, and who to give it to. And, and there are promises Of good life, good days, good things happening to people who honor people and honor God and honor the right things. So Proverbs 3 verse 27 says, Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, when it is in your power or when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Notice that. He said, when you have the ability to do something good and you can see it belongs there, then you're responsible to do that good thing. Whatever that good thing is. Whatever that right thing is. Let me read it again. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. That means there are certain things that are due to people. Or do, you know, ever had a bill come? If you're an adult, you have. And if you haven't, don't worry, your day will come. And it says when it's in your power or in your ability or you got the funds, you pay the bill. You with me? And so when it is in the power of your hand to do so, you are to do so. And so turn to Psalms, just a little further uh, toward the beginning, Psalm 66. So if it's in our power to do good, and we have the power or the ability to do it, we are to do that. Now, it's more than the topic that we're talking about, but we're specifically talking about honor. Psalm 66 Verse 1 and 2 says, Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Does all the earth do that? No. Is it in their power to do it? Yeah. Think, Think about it. This is God's word. It's in the power of all people, really, to make a joyful shout unto God. He said, Make a joyful shout. To God, all the earth, sing out the honor of His name. Notice that. Sing out the honor of His name. Now, if it's in your power to do it, or if it's in my power to do it, then we owe it to Him. Isn't it good to pay your bills? Doesn't that feel good? But, you know, there are people that have the power to do it and sing honor to his name, but they don't. You know what some people do? They sing honor to perverted lyrics. They sing them out. What it, you say, wait a minute, no, no, not honor. Yeah, now we're going to look at what the word honor means, then you'll go, oh. It says, make his praise. Glorious. I was thinking about that when we were singing. I think it was the second or third song. I was like, wow, this song is all about honoring God. And wasn't it interesting, as we were singing that song, you could sense God moving. And God manifesting himself here. And so he said, we're to make a joyful shout, all the earth, sing out the honor of his name. Well, then what does honor mean? Honor has to do with reputation. But reputation in the sense of honor with God is good. It's about good. It's about glory. It literally has to do with reverence. Or we would say respect. Revering. Also it means A sense of value. That's important right there. A sense of value. When we give honor, we're giving value. When we sing to God, and we're praising Him, it should be out of a sense of value. Without Him, you can't be saved. You with me? Without Him... We don't eternally have a home if we have not received Him. We start recognizing the value. And so when we talk about honor, we're talking about evaluating valuing by a price tag. And we know this, price tags are different. Some people didn't get that. Price tags are different. Have you ever gone and thought, oh, I want that. And you looked at the price tag and you said, what? I like that, but I'm, I think I'm going to look over here. You ever done that? Oh, yeah, right there. That's it. You want what? Like I say, I don't mind helping you pay for your car, but I ain't paying for your whole car. So I am buying that. You got that too far marked up or something. You know what I mean? And so when we talk about honor... Think value, too. So when we honor God, we are putting a price tag. Now, you can't put a proper price tag on God. Your little brain and my little brain and our hearts cannot comprehend the value of God. You can't. You can't comprehend the value of Jesus and all that he did we know he paid it all so we go yeah that's cool but remember nobody else could do that so that makes his value go up cuz if there's only one that could do it then then that's really valuable the other day on i was going to my email and then there was you know how they put up like you go to the news and or you're page, wherever, and it has these little news clips, and it said, these valuable cars, and I looked at one, and it just said these seven, and it went through these cars, and it said seven of these cars were made, they're selling for about four million dollars today. I was like, for a 1971 convertible Cuda, Chrysler car, four million dollars? Then there was a one-of-one one super snake whatever car worth however many millions and because it was one-of-one. One. There isn't another one. And like, I'm like, well, then what do you do with that? I mean, how are you guys, I mean, if you get that, you're in college, you're going to go park that next to everybody else's car. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> hey, you know, you're, gonna, you're not even going to go to class. You're going to be out there guarding your car. Why did you park three blocks away? You put cones around it. I mean, because there's value. When you put value on something and put true value, you could say you're giving it true honor. Right? I mean, if you had something of real honor, and we, we need to teach kids this, and value, you know, honor that thing that I got you. Because you ever, you know, think, Those kids don't know the value of that, and they don't honor it. And they treat things wrong. But, you know, parents for kids wants to, and we can do the same thing if we're not careful. So we're not just picking on kids today. Pick on kid day. No. You understand what I'm saying. When we talk about honor, we're talking about ascribing a value. Right? Ascribing a value to something. So when we honor the Lord, I'm saying, I value you. And here we're saying, big time. Because if you're a one-off, a one-of-one, one, and you know you could recreate that car. You can't recreate the Lord. And so when it says here, make a joyful shout, and then it says, sing out the honor or the value of his name. Well, part of that is not going to just be words. Part of it's going to be an internal something in us that is going to express based on a heart recognition of value. And so when he says honor, the honor, the honor, we think price tag. We think a difference, that's a good word, difference. Because here's a word that we maybe, maybe don't use, but it's often acted out in how people treat other people. They treat them with, or how they treat God, they treat him with indifference. Well, what does that mean? There's no difference. Difference than anything else. So when I treat God with indifference, I treat Him with dishonor. If I am supposed to honor somebody, and I treat them with indifference, like whatever, and there's a lot of that whatever today. So you could see there's a lot of indifference or a lot of uh, not valuing, and it could be because people don't recognize the value. hallelujah and so and this this by the time we're done, you will be helped as we hear this <laughs> you with me, so first Peter. 5:17. Let's move on and move quickly. First, I said, first, Peter, right? First Timothy. We will get there, but just not yet. So if we're to give honor, we're to give value, and what makes that car that I read about uh, so valuable? It's the difference. There's nothing else like it. But dirt, you know how valuable dirt is? No, there's an indifference toward it because there is no difference. There's so much of it. You with me? The value is not super high. So notice this. 1 Timothy 5 verse 17. Let the elders or leaders who rule well, not just rule, but rule well, be counted worthy of double honor. That means twice the price tag. Twice the value. Now he's going to describe this, now lest you think this is totally self-serving, it is. No. You're gonna, you'll see something here. Because there's a, an idea here. It says, let the elders who rule well be counted. 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 Remember a price. Have you ever uh, paid for something with cash? Remember when we used to do that? Cash. Cash instead of debit cards. But, and we look at the receipt, or at least to make sure they didn't take more, you're counting. And he said here, be counted. That's something that I am to do. I'm supposed to count out. Double honor. This doesn't mean you always pay this, but you do pay it to those who especially who labor in the Word and in the doctrine. Now, in this context, it's talking about literally financial giving and attitude. But there's a bigger thought here, too, that I want to look at. That if double honor is due to them, there's a lot you could look at and see here. One is this. Why is greater honor to be noticed counted out or paid out to this minister or these leaders because if you notice he said those who labor in the word and in doctrine not just in getting a message but laboring in the word in doctrine well what's the highest thing really in the earth when every minister is gone, and a new minister comes, and a new generation comes, heaven and earth will pass away, the Bible said, but My Word will never pass away. We can't know God apart from His Word. He said He has exalted His Word above His name. That means He's put it to the highest place. In other words, the reason we honor that person is because of the diligence to this honorable thing. The book. The Bible. So we should fundamentally have a honor to the Word. Value, extreme value to the book. How we hear it. How we respond to it. That has to do with our honoring it. The value we give it. If I just go, yeah, 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 whatever it says, and I don't do anything, think about it. I'm being indifferent. I'm making no difference between this book and other books. And if there's no difference, there's no honor, no value. So just by me being indifferent to it, I am not giving honor to God. Now, I could say I honor it, but if I don't do it, I don't honor. Everybody okay? And so when he says here, let them... You see what I mean when I said there's a greater meaning than just the minister? But he's talking about the honor And why should he be counted worthy of double honor? Because he's honoring the Word, putting such great value on the Word, and then he is ministering that most honorable, valuable thing to you. And the way he's doing it is based on effort and diligence in that most honorable thing. Then he takes the treasures that he has received, and he passes them on to you. Well, that's honorable. That's valuable. So when he said, counted worthy of double honor, then that's a huge value. Right? If the Scriptures say, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, Hosea 4, 6 then somebody that would get you proper knowledge, that would be valuable. That would be honorable. And from God's standpoint, that would be worthy of double the price. Double the honor. Double the value. Why? Because what if I didn't study the Word and I didn't really know what salvation was and... You brought a lost friend who didn't really know the Lord, loves the Lord some way, but didn't know how to receive Him. They didn't hear the message. They lived and died, and they missed heaven. They missed this life with God. Boy, that's not very valuable. How much more should there be a double honor? Well, then that shows us something. That there are measures of honor then. Are you with me? There are measures of honor. And the measure of the greatest honor. Or price tag or value. Has got to be then connected to that fundamental thing right there. The word of God. God and his word. God and his book. And if it's the most valuable. It's the most and God is the Most High. Remember when the devil came? Jesus went to cast him out. He's always a liar until then. And he's about to come out and he said, Son of the Most High. He put the right value on him. This is the book of the Most High. So we honor the book. A sense of extreme value. We honor the Lord. Notice this in uh, Isaiah 29. Isaiah... Back in the Old Testament, the 29th chapter. You're going to notice this verse if you're a a Bible reader or have heard a little bit from the Bible because you'll see that this scripture uh, was talked about in the New Testament. Jesus actually... Quoted this scripture. You know, Jesus quoted scripture a lot because he honored the word. Isaiah 29, verse 13, says, Therefore, the Lord said, Insomuch as this people draws near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, notice that. They come with their lips and honor. So you can honor somebody with your lips. The words you say. But notice he said, but have removed their hearts far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the commandment of men, or or man's rules. In other words, they just know him about rules. Not about a real knowing him, and they honor him the best they know, but with their words, but they're not with their heart. Their attitude inside is not connected with the words they're using. Isn't that interesting because we're talking about giving honor to God, but and giving honor to whom honor is due and what it, and, and the places honor is needed. But notice, if you could give honor to God with lips, or, you know, somebody in the world, oh yeah, He's God, but then live any old way, do anything, not follow Him, then you're saying with your mouth this, but your heart's not there. Right? If we could do that with God, do you think we could do that with other people, if other people deserved honor? you think that could maybe have happened once? Turn turn to 1 Peter 2. We're moving around here today. Moving quickly, but moving around. 1 Peter 2, uh, verse 17. Notice this. This guy traveled with Jesus. God used him to write this book. And it says this, and he must have learned this, Because this guy at one time wanted to call fire down on people who didn't respect Jesus exactly correctly. He said, Lord, should we call fire down and destroy them? And now look what he was inspired to write. Honor all people. Honor all people. How many? All. That means people who don't have your political viewpoint. That's people who don't have your religious viewpoint. That's all people. That's your boss. That's your employee. That's me. That's your wife. That's, that's your neighbor. Wait just a minute. Read that again. Honor all people. Say, hey, what? Honor all people. That's everybody you're going to run into today or ever. Oh, I don't like that verse. Let me explain something here. Honor all people. Love the brotherhood Fear God or reverence or highly regard God. Honor the king or honor even the president. So said, well, it's easy this time or it was easy last time. No, no. Let's read this again. Honor all people. Let's read it different. Value all people. I can't do that. Do you know God did that? God so loved the world, He died for everybody. He honored. He valued. You just need to know what value is. This is His creation that has gone off the rails. Therefore, a prostitute, a drug addict, needs to be honored. What do I mean by that? Value. But their life's destroyed. Yeah, but there's value there. They're part of God's creation. They can be redeemed. But that's why, if you're not careful, you can allow things of this world that, you know, somebody didn't believe like me on this, or somebody didn't act like me on this, and therefore I start not valuing them. Or, I should say it like this, recognizing their value. And therefore, I don't give them honor. They're not like me, they have no worth. Ooh, this is going over good. No, we recognize then, if people are not like me, they're just like me. You say, what do you mean by that? They have value. Everybody does. We're all God's creation, whether we're walking with God or not. Notice what it didn't say, just in case you thought it said something. Because sometimes you say something, and somebody internally starts arguing because they think you're saying one thing, and you're not saying it at all. Notice it said, honor all people. You could say it like this. Recognize all people are valuable. Notice what it didn't say. Trust everybody. (laughs) Notice it didn't say, trust everybody. Here, let me say that again. Notice it didn't say, trust everybody. (laughs) Hey, We've all had a car, or maybe not, we've, maybe we've all known somebody who had a car that you couldn't trust. It had value, it just wasn't real trustworthy. And then we have other cars we don't think about, we just the trust goes without thought. But notice, he said, How many people? All. All. Honor all people. Honor all people. Honor all people. Even if their viewpoints are different. Because you understand this, when it all comes down to it, viewpoints are all going to change. When we all die, we all stand before the Lord. Christ has already done something for the world. And if we make all the differences that are presented to us a dividing point and something that uh, devalues them, and we think indifferent of them, like whatever. We should never think, well, whatever to them, they should go to hell. Ooh, you're, that's indifference. That is not to be us. Never should we think, well, I'm in, that's good enough. No, we should still honor the value in people and share, bring, tell people. People need to know they're valuable. You need to know you're valuable. Everybody has a value. You know, some people say, well, my value is not as good as someone else's. You know, that I've, I've shared this, I think, once before. T.L. Osborne, a tremendous minister, who went to be with the Lord. Uh, he and his wife had uh, met this young girl who was just, her life had been ravaged with sin and living wrong. And just, she was a mess. And they led her to the Lord. And, and uh, she just felt like, you know, I have no value. And uh, they were praying and, and, uh, about this girl, and she had just given her life to the Lord, and they were trying to disciple her. And so they had this thing where they would jog or walk together, I guess, along this canal, this dirt path. So they were out this morning, and as they were running along or walking along, he saw what he thought was a coin, and he looked at it, he picked it up, and the coin was so beaten and so tore up Uh, you could hardly tell that it was a coin, but it was a coin. And he realized, and the Lord spoke to him, just like that coin, no matter how beaten it is, a polished, shiny coin, you could take two of those, and they both have the same value. And sometimes people devalue other people because their life's been beaten up, they've been torn down, They're ravaged by sin. They're not living like I'm living or like they're living. And therefore, they don't have value. Then what we do is there's an indifference and there's not an esteeming of value. And when we don't give value, uh, we're probably uh, thinking wrong. Turn to Romans, the 13th chapter. Romans 13. Honor, value, regard, respect. What's the price? Knowing the price and knowing the value of a human uh, is, part of, is God's, the highest part of God's creation. And He made us in His likeness and image. That tells us just right there God values humans. Does that mean he believes in everything they're doing is good and right? No, but he still values them. I said, he still values every human. There wasn't any human that died and went to hell that God didn't honor. Not one of them. Because Jesus died for all of them. The, the, the question would be, too, is do we honor them enough to tell them the value? Jesus died. Romans 13, verse 7. Notice this. Render, it's a word we don't always use, but give, therefore, to all their due, or what's due to people. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Custom to whom customs are due. You know, in other words, when we come up to a little toll thing, we got to pay. We don't jump over the turnstile and run in. Right? We pay that. Fear or high respect to whom respect is due. And notice honor to whom honor is due. Well, we already found out honor is due to how many people? All, All people. That means then all people have a value. And if we're to give honor to whom honor, then that means no matter what, I need to get rid of maybe some ill will if I'm uh, rendering indifference to somebody. Ugh, they treated me this way. Ugh, I've removed the value of them. I, I need to realize, no, I, I, I need to get that out of my heart. I can't have that. They're valuable. God, God said, I'll forgive you if you forgive them, but if you don't forgive them, I won't forgive you. Why? Because God uses that measure. Hallelujah. God honors people, all people. Now you understand honor can be at different levels. God said, "God will honor those who honor Him." So we can see that there are different levels of honor. Notice this uh, thirteen seven honor to whom honor render or give the honor. That means you have it; you need to give it. I'm going to close here in James the second chapter. And we're going to look at this verse real quick. James, the second chapter. And this verse right here is real interesting because it has to do with having indifference towards somebody who's not my standard or your standard. They don't, they don't look like me or they look better than me or whatever. And... uh Remember that indifference or uh, is not the way God wants it. We need to honor all people, value all people. Now I understand there are some people that deserve double honor. You with me? I, I get that. I, I recognize. But everybody has a genuine value and honor. And really that double honor is connected toward what they're transferring to you. In the sense of something that is real honorable. And isn't it so interesting that a minister, and maybe in some senses rightly so, have just gotten a bad name in society and it used to be, you know, if you were a minister, whoa, you respect them. You know, had somebody come in because we, not to be mean, but had, you know, doing a fire stuff, you know, you have to have things inspected. And there was one guy here, uh, the main guy and another guy uh, who was kind of learning the ropes. And when he talked to me, the guy had told him, you know, he's the pastor here. And he's like, oh, cool. And then he'd talk and he'd cuss and he'd talk and cuss. And uh, he just was, and, and I didn't say anything to him. I knew if he talked like that, he was going to hell anyway. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) Somebody's like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Um, But you realize, he just had no understanding of honor. Let alone at me. I remember even when I was younger, even kids that cussed, when you got around parents, no matter who the parent or adult was, you just didn't. And that's horrible to be doing that, but there was at least some element. You with me? Because that's wrong on multiple levels. But James, the second chapter, the third verse. And I didn't condemn the guy, but, you know, we just live in a world where um, it used to be, oh, if you're a minister, if you're a preacher... You know, they equated that to something of extreme value. But now they don't equate it to something of extreme value. Because they don't honor God and His things. But, praise the Lord. We are learning and will grow in honor. James 2, verse 3, and we'll read verse 4. For if there... Oh, for if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings in fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes. You get this, you know, you got a picture of a guy walking in, hey, yo, got all this gold on? Not exactly like that, but he's real dignified, and he's got the best suit, and You could just tell, whoa. And then you get a guy who comes and he stinks like he's been living on the street. And you pay attention to the one wearing fine clothes. And say to him, you sit here in a good place and say to the poor man, you stand there. You sit here in a good place, you stand there. Or, sit here at my footstool. Now you understand, there is some qualifications to this. If you get a guy, and we've had some, we had one not long ago come in who looked like he had been living in the street. He came in, sat down, listened the whole time, so that was wonderful, I'll be back. He hadn't been back, I don't think. But I do know there are times where there are some people you would maybe have them sit to the back because maybe they might be a little unruly. You understand from that standpoint? But, But in all reality, he's teaching here, don't make differences in value based on appearance only. How many people have chosen friends by how they look? And some of those people maybe shouldn't be your friend. Hallelujah. And how maybe that person who didn't look a certain way maybe have some of the most admirable, valuable characteristics that you would want in a friend. And he said, why have you guys done this in appearance sake, making certain differences between... Remember, differences you have to be careful of. Indifference. Now, I understand some people are worthy of more honor, but everybody has a tremendous, tremendous value. The big thing is is just be careful how much you think you're valuable. Some people don't think they're valuable and they really are. Just don't put too much value more than God has put on you. Thank you. We're finishing up right here. Notice verse 4. The person who has made the difference and said, you sit here in this good place, you stand over there. He said, have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? It's an evil thing to devalue somebody and not give them honor. Notice I didn't say give them trust, but give them honor. I mean, you could see somebody with tattoos. Now tattoos are everywhere, but you know where it looks like they've been out of prison or whatever and oh, I won't talk to him. You know, it's okay to say hi or to recognize they are valuable. That doesn't mean I'm going to do different things, but I just don't want my heart to devalue other people. How, How we have valued more people who had money and Proverbs, or the Bible, tells us that the poor are not heard. Is There's is there something in man, wow, those people got a lot of money, they're a movie star, they're this. Let's listen to them. And not always what they have to say is worthy of listening to what they have to say. But the poor are not heard, but the rich are. Yes. That doesn't mean what the rich are saying is right. That's why you don't give double honor because they're not studying the word. They're studying scripts to act. You know, or playbooks. That doesn't mean we can't give them honor though. But only the honor that's due. And everybody has valuable and everybody has a redeeming value. You with me? They're worthy to be saved. Not because of them, but because they qualify. The whole world does. And so honor is something we should take to heart and remember how do I treat people is big thing about honor. Oh, they're cool. I'll go talk to them. Now, I do understand there are sometimes people take up a lot of your time and go, I can't go talk to them right now. Because I'm on the way. That doesn't mean I am devaluing them. I just recognize I've got somewhere to go. And if I go talk to them, I may have to talk to them later, not now. But that doesn't mean I'm disvaluing or devaluing somebody. So I would say this for every person who's saved in here. Recognize the value in the lost. If we've put different things, like I know politics are a huge thing right now, or about all this pandemic thing. I mean, this has caused the division. And those people who believe this are garbage. And these people who believe this are garbage. If you believe in mass, you're garbage to the person who, you know, this. And one way or the other, you're garbage. No, we should... If if you believe in masks, fine. If you don't believe in masks, fine. Recognize there's an underlying value there. You know, you could really meddle right here. Where do evil thoughts come from many times? They come probably from the enemy. Anybody have been in the store, don't raise your hand. And uh, you saw somebody walking around without a mask. And you really don't believe in a mask yourself, but you're wearing one. And a thought came, I should say something to them. Has that happened to anybody? No? There's some heads going, yes. But here's the thing. Well, then we need to recognize where did that thought come from and realize there's something core beyond Hallelujah.